able, he's able, he's able, he's able, oh my God, he's able, oh my God, he's able to get me through, my God, he's able, he's able, oh my God, he's able, oh my God, he's able to get me through, for he has you, the broken heart is, he has it.
saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Amen. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, dear friends. Welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Ekakundenjingu. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus, and I am your host. You are welcome. How are you doing? God bless you. We thank God. It's Wednesday, and it's Thanksgiving service. Hope you are doing well. It's always a pleasure to worship with you all and to share the word. God bless you for always listening, for sharing, for inviting somebody to listen. So before we dive into today's message, let's worship our Father. Let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Let's thank Master Jesus. He is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. The mighty man in battle. Father, we worship you, we glorify you. Father, you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the mighty man in battle. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, and protection upon our lives, Father. Your words say, where two or three are gathered in your name, you are in their midst. And that where two agree in your name, you will grant them what they ask. Father, we've come to agreement this evening to share your words and to worship and to pray and to thank you and to honor you, Lord Jesus. And we pray that you answer our prayers. You will answer our prayers as we praise you and worship you, Lord. You will receive them. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for protection. We thank you for provision. We thank you, Abba, Father. Holy Spirit, take over me. Less of me and more of you. Speak through me, Lord Jesus. I soak myself and all those who are out there listening to me and those who will listen to the message later. I soak us all into the precious blood, blood of Jesus. Father, take total control of this situation, of this environment. Lord, put the right words in my mouth, Father. 
I soak the equipment into the precious blood, blood of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Sorry, I have kind of dry throat. I don't know where this is coming from. <clears throat> I don't have cold, but at times I just feel my throat will be dry. I have to... Coffee, oh, sorry, I was yawning. Kind of be tired, but that's fine. So, how are you all? I'm excited to be here every time I have to come here. I'm always excited because I know you know there is fullness of joy in the presence of God. I always look forth, I can't miss Wednesday and Saturday. Sorry, Wednesday and Sunday, except otherwise. Except otherwise, we thank God for His grace and His mercy and strength. It's not easy to be full time. You work full-time and a mother, a wife, and you still have to do this. At times, like, you are really tired, but I say, hey, it's an assignment. So I have to, right? So I'm here. At least if out of seven days, I have five days that I can come, like, when I want, come on. Then I, God just took just two days out of my seven days, like, compulsory Wednesdays and Sundays, you have to thank me. Then I don't have any excuse, to be honest. I have Monday, Tuesday to do what I want to do. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? So, we thank God for His grace. We have to thank Him. It's not easy. People are going through a lot, but here we are. You might be saying you are going through, but if you turn and look at your neighbor, you'll be like, wow, Father, I don't even have any issue. I don't have any problem. People, are, If people tell you what they are going through, you should be shocked. You'll be like, then why do you even complain? You'll be like, why do you complain? There are people lying in the hospital sick. There are people who are homeless. There are people who are at the point of death. There are people who are going through a whole lot. There are people who are going through some illnesses there are people who are just they just have a lot to deal with but they are hanging in there and there are some who are just helpless because they don't even know god they don't know christ and you you're fine and you know him and he has given you a man of god who comes on to preach the word to encourage you come on he deserves our thanks he deserves us saying million thank you he deserves us worshiping him, just glorifying, give him all the glory because this is not us. It's not by our doing. It's not because, I always say it's not because we are smart. It's not because we take care of our things. It's not because we are well organized. It's just by God's grace. It's just by God's grace. To watch the news, disaster everywhere, either this is happening or that terrible thing. There's nothing good about the news. At times when I go there, I see that the only thing I just want to watch is what is the weather forecast for the next day or for the week. To be honest with you, because there's really nothing good. And we are here, we say we shouldn't thank God. We should thank Him and worship Him. Look at where He's bringing you from, where you are coming from, where you are. This is God's doing. This is God's doing, people of God. It's God's doing. I met my um, former colleague and we're talking 
a lot of things have been happening. And then she told me of her, one of her in-law is sick. She has a coronavirus. And this is a mother. She's just 40 and she has six kids. The last one is two years old. And this lady is in coma. Imagine this situation. A mother of six kids. She's just 40. Her, second, her last child is two years old. When she told me, I was like, I was short of words. I was like, Father, I just put myself in those children's situation. I thought of my own kids as well. The woman is lying there in the hospital in coma. Six kids. Even if it's one. You don't know what's going on with your children. You don't know their situation. The children cannot say anything. They can't talk to you. They can't reach out. Nothing. If you're here, you're sitting probably in your house now in a very comfortable home, listening to this message, and you say you will not thank God. You have food. If you open your fridge, you have food. Your pantry, there is food. You go to your bank account, you have money. You are healthy. You have a job. You have a roof over your head. You have kids. Your kids are healthy. You don't need to go to the hospital. My brother and sister, it's time we give God thanks. We thank him more than ever before. Thank him. Let us be grateful. We should come out of this habit of always asking, asking. At least take off time and thank him. Look at your life and say, Father, I'm grateful. I'm not yet there. It's a good thing to live a good life. I'm not disputing that. But let's, let's have an attitude of gratitude. Let us be grateful for where we are, if not for nothing. Because there are people whose situation is worse than us. Some people are, it's not my fault. I work hard. I earn it. I deserve it. Yes. You might be opportune to have a good job. You, have, you might be opportune to be in that situation now. But it's no guarantee we have to thank God. It's all God's doing. It's all God's doing. We should have an attitude of gratitude. Just look at your life. Reflect. And you put your hands, raise your hands up. And say, Father, I thank you. If not for anything, just being alive. I give you all the glory. Look at your family. Your siblings are fine. Your mother, your father. Father, I glorify you. I don't have all the things that I wish I could have. But Father, thank you for the ones I have. Thank you for provision. Thank you that I go to bed with food in my stomach. I have food to eat. To the extent that you are even choosing, you throw food. Say, Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. I thank you that I have a job. I can pay my bills. I'm not begging. I'm not out in the street in the cold. Say, Father, I thank you. We have to th we have to be grateful. 
we have to be grateful. A whole lot is going out, out there. We have to be grateful. God is so merciful to us. He's so kind. He loves us so much. He loves us so, so much. He doesn't want us to perish. All he's asking of us is for us to turn away from sin. And acknowledge that he is our father. He is God. And us worshipping and glorifying him. That's all he's asking. That's all God is asking. You are breathing. You are not using tube. You're breathing with your nostrils. Your organs are fine. There are some people, they need to do uh, um, liver. Is it liver they call it? Or kidney kidney transplant. They are hard. They are having issues. Some they are, a whole lot, a whole lot of medical problems. Some people are facing health problems. Rather, some people are facing. You, your, your two legs are complete. Your hand. Is that not enough reason to thank God? Must it be only material things before we can thank God? Must it be that God will give us a new house, a new car, a new this before we can thank him? No. No. We don't have to wait for us to have all these material things before we thank God. So give us a minute to reflect and then we pray. Just reflect your life, where you were, where you are, and the promises that God has given you. Some of you have had prophecies. You've given up because it's not forthcoming. God's time is the best. When they gave you the prophecy, they didn't give you a date. Even if they gave you a date, just hang in there with faith. That God is attending to others whose situation are critical than yours. That's why he has suspended your, your, your case. You want to handle those ones. Begin to think like I have that mindset. If you go to the hospital, the emergency room, there are people who come. They'll say, no, wait. They'll attend to you. There are some that will come in. They just need to rush. They just have to leave everything. They have to, or they call in doctors. And they rush with them to the emergency room. Because they say that one is between life and death. They have to save that one. Your case, you can manage it. Even the next two, three hours before they attend to you. Yeah. That's how God is also working. There's some situation. If I don't get to this one right now, this moment, I'm going to lose this one. This one will die and will go to hell. If I don't speak to my daughter to go and tell, preach this to this one. To go and tell them about Jesus Christ. This one will not make it. If I don't touch this person to go and save this, my daughter, they're going to sleep hungry tonight. They don't have food. I have to do it. But you know you have food. All you're asking is for a better car. Okay, she can still manage that one. The car is all right. She can take it to work. So he will attend to that one who has no food, who is about to starve. He's about to attend to that one. You are asking for a new car. You have a car. So it's like this one is not pressing. If we have this mindset, we'll begin to appreciate God more. 
So just reflect and look at yourself. Self-examination. Examine yourself and ask yourself if you have been that grateful. Let's open our mouth. Let's begin to thank God for all he has done for us. Father, we thank you for everything you've done for us. The ones that we do not recognize, the ones that we took for granted, Father, forgive us. We thank you for always providing, for always being there for us. We thank you, Yahweh. We thank you, Abba, Father. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the mighty man in battle. We thank you for always fighting our battles. We thank you for provision. We thank you for good health. We thank you for grace. We thank you that we have food and we can eat. There are some who have food, they have no appetite. There are some who have appetite, they don't have food. Yet we have appetite and we have food. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that we have transportation to go to work, transportation to go around the city, transportation to go and to do the things we want to do around and we'll still catch up with our bus or train or tram and go back home or we'll still drive our cars or somebody will give us a ride. We thank you. There are others who have to trade. They can't even afford ticket money to buy their bus ticket or train ticket. But you've given us all these options. Father, we thank you. We can't thank you enough. But we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for this week that, that you took us from the beginning to the middle of this week. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We commit the rest of the week into your hands, O oh Father, that you provided for us from the beginning till now. May you continue to provide for us throughout the rest of the week. May you be with us. May you guide us. May you direct us, Father. We thank you, O Yahweh. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Father, we can't thank you enough. We can't thank you enough. We can't thank you enough. Forgive us, O oh Lord, for the times that we didn't, we, did, we took things for granted. The times that we thought is, it was because of our strength, because of our intelligence, because we are organized that things happen. Father, forgive us. That we're successful. Father, forgive us. It's all by your strength. It's all by your grace. Forgive us, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Abba, Father. Yes, Lord. Forgive us. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray, O oh Lord, And you give us the, the grace to love you and to appreciate you more. Help us to appreciate you. Help us to appreciate you, Father. Help us to appreciate you, Lord. You are worthy of our praises. Father, we thank you for answering our prayers. As we pray that you order our steps. You will guide us. You will be the lamp to our feet and the light to our path. 
In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. We thank you, Yahweh. We thank you, King of Kings. We thank you, Lord of Lords. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. So I have a sub-message. It's titled, Unless you become like children, heaven is far from you. So while I was at work yesterday, during breakfast, I was just admiring the kids at work, at my place of work. So I sat like this with my hand supporting my jaw, looking at their innocent faces and smiling. And immediately, a scripture came to my mind. Matthew 18, verses 2 to verses 4. Remember the story where Jesus, Jesus' disciple came to him and they asked him, they said, Master, who is the greatest in heaven? And Jesus, as always, he will answer you in a very simple way that you will understand. And Jesus told him, let me read. Matthew 18, verses 2 to 4. Jesus called a little child to him and put the child among them. Then he said, I tell you the truth. Unless you turn from your sin and become like little children, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. So anyone who becomes as humble as these little children is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So Jesus told them, unless you become like these little children or this little child, you can never make it in heaven. I was like, wow, how? And I was having this understanding. And the understanding I had was, those kids, they will fight among themselves. They will beat, they will pinch. You see, this one will pull the toy from this one. So this one will pull that. I was the one who had this first. You even separate and tell one, okay, you take break. Or the two of them at times will separate and say, you go and sit there. You sit there. No playing for two, five minutes, two to five minutes. We say, sit, right. Oh, it's okay. You go and apologize, say sorry. See, they'll come and they'll stretch out their hands and they'll say sorry. The very next minute. They are best of friends. They are body-body. You see them playing again, laughing, running. And Jesus says, unless we become like them, the kingdom of heaven is far-fetched from us. The kingdom of heaven is far from us. Unless we have a heart to forgive, we've learned to forgive people, to let go. Unless we've learned to let go, we cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Yes. Yes. Because there are a lot of people with heavy hearts. Somebody will say, Ah, Katia, you don't know what I did. 2006, 2007, 2008, 2000 and this, 2021, 2020. I did this, I did that. But they are very ungrateful. Did you see what they do? Over my dead body, they'll be showing that over their dead body, before they will reconcile with that person. They this and that. I'll be like, God. Yes. 
unless we become like these children of us, we can't enter the heaven we sin. Even Jesus had to forgive those who killed him. If Jesus had not forgiven them, <laughs> me and you, hey, hey, that would have been a story. I know that story because uh, Jesus would not have returned back to heaven and then we would have seen Pepe. But he had to forgive them. He had to say it out. At times it's necessary to tell the person that forgiven you. At times you go to God in prayers and you pray. But in Jesus' case, he had to say it out. He could have just stayed there and said it in mind. But he said it out okay, so that we can also learn from it. That's why Jesus said it out. He said, Father, forgive them. For they do not know what they are doing. Yes. Jesus forgave them on the cross. When he was struggling to take his last breath, they would nail him here, they would insult, they would do this. Yet he said it loud and they all heard. Father, everybody around their head when Jesus said it. He said it loud. Yes. So we have to let to learn to let go, to have a pure heart. At times, me, my daughter will do something. I will shout at her. She will be crying. She will be coming to me. I say, go. She will not go. She will be coming to me. So she doesn't have anything against me. Probably she just feel, she's just emotional at that time. That's why she is crying. Or she just feel hurt. Okay, because mama shouted. She didn't expect me to shout. And then she just now like cry and she wants you to, yeah. That's how we have to be. If it's an adult, oh, you humiliated me. You said this. I will not do it again. Not I don't want to have anything to do with you. They will cut off immediately. They'll cut off immediately. Adults will do that. They'll cut off from you. You humiliated them. You who insulted them. You who said this. You who said that. So we have to be like those little children. Let go. Take away unforgiveness. Learn to be free with people. My ministry is that of love. That's what God said. He said my ministry is that of love. I don't need to know people. But I should love them. Not for my sake, but for his sake. So I'm teaching you. Learn to love people. Not for your sake. Not for my sake. But for God's sake. We don't know what it took him to create those people. We don't know what it took God to create us. So for him to, for us to not make heaven, it pains God. He's at a loss. When souls go to hell, God loses. Why do you think he sent Jesus? You think it was an easy thing? This is what he, he knew or he knew that Jesus would go through. You think it was easy? To the point that even Jesus himself was afraid at one point. He was like, Father, if you can take away this cup. At the same time, he said, well, let your will be done. Because he loves his father. And he loves us. He knows the only way out was for him to die on the cross.
is for him to die on the cross. That was the only way out to take away our shame, our guilt, our bad habit. You name them. Let me read somewhere again in that Matthew, Matthew 18. Let me go right down and do this. Matthew 18, um, verses, hmm, it's long. But let me put it here so you can read it right on your own time. Matthew 18, 22, right up to 34. So the summary of it is there was a rich man who had servants and his servant was owing him. So he called the servant that he should come, he should bring the servants to him and he threatened to lock him up unless he paid his money. As the servant was owing him about 10,000 euro. And the servant pleaded, pleaded, pleaded. And I probably was like, give me more time. I'll give you the money next month or in two months. This and all of that. And he fell for him. The rich man fell for the servant. And he left the servant. Then this same servant, on his way going, he met one of his. Should I, can I call them colleagues? Another servant who was owing him. Probably about 5, 000, um, 500 right, euros. 500 euros. And he was owing the king 10,000. He, he met somebody who was owing him 500 and he bought in that person. He grabbed him by the throat. Like, you must give me my money today. Like, he held him. Say today you must give me my money. This man was begging. He said, no way. Unless you pay and you pay to the least. I will not let go. So the other servants, they saw it. They were, they were furious. And they went and told the king. And the man you just forgave. Who was owing you that much money. Is holding another servant of his. And should give him his money. Who is owing him. The man should pay him his money. So the king was angry and he said they should bring the man. So they brought him and he was like, I forgave you and you could not forgive your fellow servant. And he was ordered to put in prison. And Jesus explained that that is how God would treat those who will not forgive others because they come to him. They come to God. We all go to him for forgiveness. But when somebody does something, you will not forgive that person. But you go to God and you pray. And you say, well, Father, forgive me. Father, can you do this? But you are, owing, you are holding somebody in mind. Unless you let go, God will not answer you again. God will not forgive you. Unless you let go. 
unless you let go. So we should learn to forgive people. We should learn to, to accept people for who they are because we come from different backgrounds, different education, different home training. Let's learn to accommodate everyone. Let's show people love. And you know, kids, they don't lie. If they love you, you will know. They show it. If they don't love you, they show it. So let's pray today that God should give us a heart like that of kids or children. And even if you shout at them, they will still come back to you. They know you are their parent. They know you are their father. You are their mother. You are their sister. They are not going anywhere. They will still come back to you. So let's open our mouth and pray. Father, we thank you for this message for today. We glorify your holy name. We thank you, King of kings, Lord and Lord, the mighty man in battle. We thank you, Yahweh. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We soak our prayers with the precious blood of Jesus. That no devil born of a woman. No devil. Whether devil is coming from well, whether it's a human being that gave birth to the person and the person decided to, to be serving the devil. No one will steal our prayers in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And we'll still come back tomorrow and we'll thank our Father that He will still give us message. He will give me message and I will bring you and will share and will glorify him. But I want you to take one thing with you today. Learn to become like little children so you can make heaven. Unless we become like them, we cannot make heaven. So you go out, continue to seek God's face. Spread love, share love, be nice and be kind to people. I soak us all into the precious blood, blood of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we've prayed. Amen and amen. Until we meet again, you are blessed. Bye-bye.